0: Were you involved in a toxic relationship? Were you involved with a relationship with a narcissist or someone like that? And after the relationship, you're left with the burning thought and the burning question, what could you have done differently? I want to be able to walk you through a couple different questions and thoughts that people normally ask and also give you some tips and some ideas to be able to work through those questions and work through those problems. Because being with a narcissist oftentimes will leave you extremely confused, wondering what is going on, what happened, what did you do wrong, and what could you have done differently? I want to be able to dive into that today. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-ordered narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. We do that by producing content on all different platforms, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, and also on the podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, everywhere under Raw Motivations. So if you haven't had a chance to be able to follow or like or share any of the content, look us up under Raw Motivations everywhere. As I'm on this channel, I work with a lot of people on a day-to-day basis to help them in their healing journey. I meet with people one-on-one across the globe to try to partner with people to coach them to work through some of the crazy making and to find the clarity in the situation that they've been in. I try to help people break out of the trauma bond, be able to rewire their mindset so that they break free from toxicity. Try to help them work through the detox phase of getting away from a toxic person and an abuser so that they can actually be free and not go back. Then I try to help people set up a vision and values moving forward so that they build healthy boundaries for themselves to protect them in the past and also protect them moving forward to not get involved with a toxic person. We do that another way as well of providing weekly lives and monthly coaching inside the NARC app. If you haven't had a chance to be able to check that out, go to narcapp.com, N-A-R-C-A-P-P.com and be able to see a community that is growing and thriving with a lot of people to help you and encourage you grow, heal, and change. We're super excited to announce different courses, different people that are coming, different people that are coming on our monthly lives because we bring in coaches from all across the globe to be able to help you, educate you on different things, narcissism, and also moving forward of what does the future hold when I get out of this toxic relationship and how do I continue to motivate myself to be productive and continue moving forward. So check all that out. We'd love to interact with you there if you'd like to hear the wife's perspective. Really quick, we've been doing a new podcast out called Trauma, Drama, and Life. You can find it on Apple Podcasts with myself and my wife, Kayla Taylor, where we dive into some of the stuff that we've been through, the pitfalls, the ups and the downs, and try to give you a different perspective of what it's like being with a narcissist and answering some of the questions that you guys write in or DM us. Anyways, jumping into the episode today, I wanted to say about after the narcissist, Maybe you broke up with the narcissist, maybe they discarded you, maybe all this stuff has fallen apart and you're left with a lot of times the burning question of, could I have done something different? And I get this question time and time again when I'm working with people in one-on-ones or doing live events or workshops or anything like that, that thought that keeps plaguing your mind, could I have done something different? Maybe that question has a couple different forms. Maybe it looks different in different ways that you're describing in your mind. And a lot of times I'll see it in the aspect of maybe you caused it. Where you're sitting there and you're thinking, they didn't seem abusive at the beginning. They didn't seem like they didn't love me. Maybe I caused it. Maybe I was too overbearing. Maybe I was too sensitive. Maybe I was, and you start doubting a lot of things that happened in the relationship or in the marriage, and you start to think, maybe I could have done something different. And sometimes people go back and they start to doubt the things that they did. Maybe that they called the person out. Maybe that they communicated in a certain way or maybe they should have catered in another way. But oftentimes people start doubting themselves thinking that it was them when in reality it was just the narcissist getting revealed by different circumstances. Maybe in your mind it doesn't sound exactly like that. Maybe it doesn't sound like that. Maybe it sounds more the idea of like it was your fault because you called them out. Because you actually told them, hey, you're doing something wrong. And maybe that produced some of the abusive nature. Maybe that produced some of the stuff because you shouldn't have been calling them out or you shouldn't have been holding them accountable. And the thing you have to remember is what they respond to is you holding them accountable, you telling them, hey, you're being abusive in this area, or hey, this is actually lying. This is actually gaslighting. This is actually something that you're doing that is detrimental to our relationship. When you hold someone accountable and they get upset at you for that, or they get upset at you saying like, hey, that's not behavior I want to engage with, that doesn't mean that you're wrong, but it means that their actions that they're doing are causing that. So many times we flip the script and get confused because the narcissist tries to do that to say, hey, you're the wrong person by calling me out. Like if you hadn't gone through my phone, you wouldn't know that I'm cheating. Therefore, you broke privacy and that's a bigger issue than me actually cheating on you. They always try to switch it around and blame it on you. Sometimes people think maybe I could have loved better. Maybe I could have been more kind, more loving. Maybe I could have helped heal the small boy or the small woman inside That's in there that wants to be loved. That's running away from that shame and guilt that wants to be loved. Maybe I could have loved them better and that would have changed them. The problem is we see so many people that have tried that, that have said, okay, I'm going to cross boundaries that I never wanted to cross before. I'm going to love them regardless of the abuse that they're going to give. I'm going to do things that I would never do because I love them so much and I want them to experience that love and I want them to engage with that. The hard part is you think that that means something to the narcissist. More often than not, it's not about the idea that it means something to them. It's, hey, I get more. You just gave them more candy. You just gave them more of what they want, more of the supply, but it didn't really change the thought process that they had that they would actually care that you love them more. Sometimes people have that thought of maybe I didn't change enough for them. Now, normally try to like pause people and be like, okay, think back on the relationship. How much did you change? There's normally a pause and then they say like everything. Like I literally changed my whole life. I uprooted where I was. I moved across the country. I lost friends and family. I changed my style, my personality, my clothing, my taste, everything like that. And I'm like, how much did they change? And they normally think they're like, nothing. Because what happens is you change everything about you and they never try to change a thing about them because they don't think anything's wrong. So when you think of that, maybe I didn't change enough, take a pause and be like, well, how much does it actually reciprocated back to you? Sometimes people want to continue the own, uh, the same like abusive mindset of like, maybe it was just my fault and I minimize it. They, they put it down of like, maybe I just made too big of a deal. And the problem is, as you start to hear the narcissist in your head, a lot of times they start to attack your worth and value in person. And you carry that on as you get out of the relationship and you start attacking your own worth and your own value thinking, maybe I wasn't good enough. Maybe if I would have been better, done better things, been a better person, better partner, better communicative, all these things, maybe I just wasn't good enough. And oftentimes people start to attribute their value to the narcissist, of what the narcissist viewed them, of how the narcissist appreciated them, of how the narcissist talked to them. And they start to think, wait, my value is wrapped up in this other person and their perspective of me, which is not true. But a lot of times we want to take that and adhere to that thinking this person dictates my worth. Sometimes people will think like as they minimize it, maybe it's just because of my insecurities. Well, a lot of times narcissists will take your insecurities and will use them to their advantage. Maybe you've been told multiple times by the narcissist or the people in your life that no one's going to love you. No one's going to love you like they did. No one's going to accept you. Nobody's going to want you. And so you only think that it has to be with them or maybe you've been beaten down so much that you don't think you're capable of the decisions or you're not confident. See a lot of these questions, a lot of these thoughts, a lot of these concepts as I'm going over are stuff that beat you down. And I want you to understand if you resonate with any of these questions, any of these thoughts that have happened here in the last past couple of minutes, all of these happen and I want you to understand they're natural. It's common. For people to struggle with these questions and these thoughts, looking back and being like, maybe this happened. Maybe I could have done this better. Maybe I could have changed this. Those are all natural things. I want you to understand, first off, that you're not alone. You're not alone in the struggling with that. You're not alone in thinking that. And you're not stupid for thinking that. Because sometimes people think that and they'll beat themselves up. So I want you to think of four different things. Okay. I want you to think of four different things to be able to think through some of these questions and think through some of these thoughts that are going to plague your mind. First thing is I want you to start to journal. I want you to start journaling to remind yourself of the truth of the situation, because so many times you'll get past and you'll be like, I could have done something different. And you forget the thousand things that you change and zero things that they change. Like remind yourself of the truth, because that's the only thing that's going to set you free. When you're wondering, maybe I should have cared different. Maybe they did love me. I just didn't do it right. Maybe I should have changed something because they did this. When you start plaguing yourself with all these questions, start to ask, well, even while you're journaling, but start to ask yourself, how did they demonstrate? How they demonstrate care? How they demonstrate love? How they demonstrate affection? How did they actually show up? Because a lot of times your mind will want to play tricks and saying like, oh yeah, they showed up, but did they really? Another thing that's really important going through this process, especially as you're asking yourself questions and doubting, is to change your self-talk. So many people come to the table and they're beating themselves up already for the narcissist. Like they're already beating themselves up after they've gotten out of the relationship of, man, I was so stupid for being in it. I was so ridiculous. I can't believe I didn't see it. I can't believe I didn't change. I should have done this differently. When reality, like the past has happened and now you can only learn from it and continue to grow. But a lot of times people will beat themselves up, and as a result, they limit their opportunity for growth. It's like you're trying to heal on a broken leg, and every day you wake up and you keep hitting it with a bat, wondering why it still hurts. Being able to change your self-talk is huge to be able to move forward in a growth mindset. And then the last thing I wanted to encourage you is to rewire your mindset. I work with people every single day to rewire the story that they're telling themselves, because it's so crucial to be able to believe the truth and not the fantasy, not the fiction that a lot of times our minds want to gravitate towards. There's four different things. Journal, ask how they demonstrate, change yourself, self-talk, and rewire your mindset. Those are super important to be able to help combat a lot of those questions that we talked about earlier. Last, I want to remind you, you're not crazy, you're not alone, and you're not hopeless. Reach out for help.